Muslims sing too. What do you mean sing? When the Imam is reading a surah, you don't think that's singing? That's not singing. I mean, come on, bro. Those are notes. Bro, that's not singing. <laughs> <laughs> Like this, the one I, I posted, Hidden Women. I posted it on the 17th, so two days ago. And usually it's the second day when it like starts growing or when you get most of your things. But w when I first posted it, after 24 hours, you'll see like if, there, if it's gaining traction or not. It only had like four comments or something. And views were about typical for our videos. But now it, it increased for some reason, I don't know. So. I'm still trying to figure it out. I'm not going to say I understand the algorithm or not. And I don't want to be one of those people who are like, ooh, I hacked the algorithm bullshit. Uh, nobody knows. Nobody knows, okay? <laughs> like, it's all just, do you make quality? Do you make content that people resonate with? That's what I'm, it's weird because I think our, it's been a lot of women who've been following us, dude. <laughs> Weirdly enough. Because they, they're interested in, in like what we have to say. And I don't know why, but women like drama, okay? So they want to start uh, some shit. Do. So they want to listen to like what we have to say. And then like, let's say on TikTok, right? Uh, you want to post something uh, talking specifically about like how women are bad at this or bad at that. They're, they'll follow us so that they can, you know, save, like save us so that they can share with other people and tell them like how bad we are and whatnot. Just to start some drama shit. I saw a couple of those, but most of the women who've been commenting mm. on our stuff are, it depends. I guess it depends on the thing. I think TikTok has better women <laughs> than Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Who don't get who can, cause like we say offensive stuff, but for some reason, like some of them are like, yeah, that's right. Yeah. I agree with you on that one. Like, Oh, like the one I, I did about hidden women. Um, like where are those, those wholesome women, right? That, that's actually what I wrote. <laughs> where are the wholesome women? <laughs> and some of the comments are actually pretty funny. It's like, uh, if we go out at six, if we go out, it's at six, so we can be home by eight. Uh, one of them said, like, Trader Joe's, Trader Joe's, fellas, if you're trying to find a girl who's wholesome, they probably shop at Trader Joe's. Obviously, they said, like, church, grocery store, whatever. Okay. Let's talk about that. What, grocery stores? No, where are wholesome women? No, no, no we had this conversation on After Moments, and I was trying to think, like, thrift stores. I was thinking bookstores. Oh yeah, one of them said <laughs> something about, oh, it's in at the gym, in our building's gym. And I was like, what? You're gonna, niggas gotta break and enter to talk to you? <laughs> it's crazy, bro. But yeah, like wholesome women are really isolated, bro. I, I can do So it's like, I don't know, how do you solve that problem? How do you find people who are isolated? Well, I think th they, they purposely do that because they don't want to be approached or maybe they're getting approached so many, like too many times that they're just like, all right, I'm just going to hide in my, my life. That can't be true. That can't be true. Because they just live their life like that. I know, but that's the thing, though. Like, in today's society, let's be honest, like, we've been in quarantine or were in quarantine for like a year, year and a half, and people are so comfortable with that now that they don't want to be out, like, outside as much. Certain people, obviously, the extroverted individuals are going to, you know, go out, partying, drink, you know, go out to clubs and whatnot. But those who got so comfortable with being indoors became more introverted. So I think they're all just like, they prefer to just remain indoors instead of going out there where the world is unapologetic and hurtful and they're afraid of, you know, 
<laughs> they're a bunch of pussies. <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, <laughs> I wouldn't say pussies, but they're just afraid of no, you what can the say pussies. No, I'm not gonna say. Uh, they're just afraid mm. of the unknown. Pretty much, they don't know what's out there now, and they they're not sure they're they're gonna like it or not. So why why go look for something that's not gonna help better their lives? Like in a that man's moment. not gonna better their life. Well, everybody's always looking for some type of improvement in their life, but they're not willing to make like take any risks to do it. You know what? These women are acting like dudes who are afraid to talk to girls. Yeah, pretty much. So they're so we call them. Are they simps? No, no. Simps are the guys no, who are like, on for. They're that was. Isn't there a term for guys who? But I'm just saying, like, if it were a dude, you'd be like, nigga, you got to go out there in the world. Like, life is out there. I think that's the reason why you you notice like how a lot of women are really interested, really interested in murder mysteries and all this like morbid shit. Yeah, they scared themselves out of going out there in, in public. No, 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 no. Their lives are so boring. They need that. To them, that is excitement. They have nothing else going on. Their lives are so dull. I think that's the thing. It would make sense because, like, Afra's into that stuff. What does she do? Stay at home all day. It makes sense. You know what I mean? I don't know. Maybe, maybe COVID broke all these women, you know? COVID broke these women? Yeah, because you were saying, like, all right, COVID, everyone was locked up. Everyone got used to living at home. And now the world is dangerous, right? COVID virus is spreading and all that. And women are more cautious than men are when it comes to health and safety, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's like... <laughs> It's it's broken them. Yeah. Like, how do you fix that? Can it be fixed? I don't think so, man. So they're just gone forever. Uh, no, but you got to move on and still keep looking for guys. It's it's always never ending. You know, a never ending search until they find that that person. You know, but for never women, ending. It's, it's never ending until they find. Yeah. yeah. So what I'm saying is like, the guy is always pursuing. The guy is always looking, as opposed to. You know, a female who is waiting for somebody to come find them, you know, because they're afraid to be approached or are they're afraid to, you know, make the first move. So they're they're not out there. They're hiding in their little, you know, in their cocoon, in their apartment, in their home. They're hiding from the world and they're expecting guys to find them and save them from themselves. Have you ever done a virtual date? Dude, that's pretty much what I do. It's like a, uh, I do a face. Yeah, I do a, face do a lot. I only ever did it once. Nah, man. For me, that's that's like the criteria. If I'm dating, like, and then I'm gonna meet them for the first time, I'm like, all right, you might be a catfish. So let's Facetime real quick first, mm-hmm. uh, because everybody ha- everybody has a phone, right? And most most people dating online usually have an iPhone, right? Uh, isn't it Wait. so de- dehumanizing that you guys are communicating through electrons on a screen? Like, no, what the- no, because the thing is that 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 approach is still scary for some people. On a phone? Yeah. All right, so people have become soft as a whole. Yes. That's that's pretty much my whole argument right now is just saying that everybody's afraid. Everyone doesn't. Men too, know. huh? Yeah, men too. But, well, yeah, men too. Yeah, it's unfortunate. We've become softer as a, you know, as a race. That's crazy, bro. Yeah. Damn. I think we got to, like, we got to, like, fix men. <laughs> maybe, we, maybe we start a men's channel. <laughs> Mm. Hey guys, you're too soft. We're gonna maybe boot camp as a service kind of thing. Are you like, hey guys, we're gonna toughen you up. At the end of this, you're gonna become 
men, but right now you guys are these squishy boys, right? And then you make them go through a lot of hell. Like like the army does. And they pay for the privilege, bro. So we create like a a virtual, um, I don't know. I don't know if you can do a virtual. You can't well, I mean, like, how do you, okay, but how do you, how do you train these guys? Like, you're just saying train them in person? Yeah. Create a boot camp? For what? Yeah. To eventually. You want to be a real man. Go through this training. No, no, just to toughen them up. Just to toughen them up. Yeah, you're going to get, like, insults thrown at you 24 hours a day. Like, you're going to have to run. You're going to have to, you're going to have to lift weights. You're going to have to sleep deprived. Everything. Like, what the army does. And then at the end of it, you will be able to pass the army, um, the fitness test was it two miles in 18 minutes is the minimum 40 something push-ups and ain't nobody gonna do it just because first of all military is paying people to do that shit Second, no, 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 no people pay for crossfit dude for better health what's being insulted gonna do toughen them emotionally better emotionally the only people we are gonna get are probably masochists just because they like being insulted or in pain or being who humiliated. cares money is money <laughs> That's some motherfucking weirdos, dog. I'm cool. <laughs> oh, my God. Bila, what do you think of this idea? Uh, I don't know. Okay, and then on the opposite side, we can have a femininity school where I don't think we could teach it. We would have to find a bunch of old, not, I don't want to say old, a bunch of uh, stay-at-home moms, traditional stay-at-home moms and grandmothers and all that to teach them. And we just organize the class and be like, and then the lady, <laughs> I think it'd be hilarious because the old ladies would be like, yeah, they would teach the women how to be, you know, women. Women, yeah, how to be women. Or at least the way they used to be. I know there's all this idea of like modern, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But like, you know, some things are timeless. You know, you know what's crazy? Mm-hmm. There, there are female, yeah, female coaches similar to like how Kevin Samuels is, you know, okay. for women to like, you know, teach mm-hmm. them, hey, okay. So this is what you need to do to get a man. Like, what are you going to offer? Like, what are you going to bring to the table? Most of them are retiring just because they know that these women are like, they're unrealistic, you know, because I saw a couple. No, videos no, no. I think there. you're talking about matchmakers. I think you're talking about matchmakers. Uh, I don't know if they were a matchmaker, but I think they were like, it was like a TikTok video where this woman who's a coach was coaching this lady and was like trying to get some information from her about what the, what she was looking for in a man. And the lady was like, "Oh, I'm looking for uh, somebody that's that makes six figures, that has their own property, has no emotional drama, no baby, uh, no baby mama drama, uh, doesn't have any kids, and um, will take care of me." And then the the coach was like, "Okay, so what are you going to bring to the table?" And then the woman's like, "Oh, uh, I'm going to bring good conversation. Um, yeah. I'm going to bring." Um, my personality, because I think I have, you know, a one of a kind personality. Yeah. And the coach is like, that's it. That, that, that's all you're going to bring. And the girl's like, yeah. So you, the, the coach was like, oh, okay. So you're not going to, are you gonna bring anything sexual to you know the table? Like, are you going to do anything for him sexually? And then the girl was like, no, nah, I'm not going to do anything sexually for him. What does that mean? Mean like the coach was just asking, oh, are you going to take care of his needs sexually? Blah blah blah. Like you know what a man needs, and the the girl was like, no, nah, I won't do that. And then she put it. She in, actually like, said that. Yeah. No, no, and but then, I mean like no, sex is like for both of them. So that was the whole. Yeah. Anyways, the coach was just like, wait, so you're not going to do anything? All you're going to do is just give good conversation and provide a good personality. 
And the girl's like, yeah, I, I think that's an even trade or what I'm bringing to the table. No, nah, this couldn't be real. You sure it was real? It, it looked real to me, dude, because I was like, what the fuck? Is this, is this girl an idiot? Like, does she not understand that you got to bring more than that just to get keep a guy or keep a guy interested in you? Like, it has to be more than that. But yeah, like there's coaches out there that know that women are unrealistic for what they want and what they're looking for. Once I find that right person, then I'll, I'm not going to even try anymore to look for anything extra or like. What's your strategy? What's your strategy been for trying to find the right person? It's just a numbers game. So I'm just going through the numbers. For a guy, yeah, because the thing is, if you try to focus on one individual... No, 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 I'm not saying one. I'm just saying, like, maybe you, like, all right, so women of this type who are in this space probably align with me on these kind of things. But you won't know that until you actually, you know, interact with them. So that means it's still a numbers game. I guess, but I mean, maybe it's more focused. Nah, no, that's that's a woman's mindset, because... Why should it be a man's mindset, too? Like... If you can choose better women, wouldn't you? That depends on where the guy's looking. Yeah. At, like where he, where he's looking. He's not going to find that shit on Tinder. He's not going to find that shit on Bumble. He's not going to find that shit in like, you know, the basic dating apps. Like it has to be right. something like more elevated. Would you join a church group? I don't know. <laughs> That's bro. permissible, man, right? Like a Muslim man, Christian woman. He won't even have to convert, I don't think. Wait, Bila, do you even know that? Do you know? No. They don't have to convert. The woman does not have to convert. But the uh, like, if a woman wants to date a guy that's not Muslim, like the guy has to convert. For real? Is that true? Yeah. I mean, that's I that just a Jewish thing. Mom, that's what I was taught by my mom, mom and dad. Oh, and the kids would have to be Muslim, right? Uh, it's, it's yeah, not if they follow the dad. Like, if they follow, they follow the, dad, the dad, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bilal's right. Have you guys ever met Muslims who celebrated Christmas? Yeah. Yeah. Fucking weird. <laughs> Why? You know? They just want to give people presents. What's wrong with that? Christmas is a Christmas holiday, bro. Well, it's a- that that's me, actually. That was me. What, you would give Christmas presents? Yeah, I would. And you'd get some, too? Mm, not every time, no. <laughs> oh, man. Who are these yeah. people? What the fuck? Yeah, that was, that was me in the past. Now I'm like, nah, sorry, I don't celebrate. And then I keep it pushing. All right. So um, who wants to go to church with me on Sunday? No, I'm, I'm good. I'm not wasting my Sunday at church. Why do you think it's a waste if you might meet a nice girl? <laughs> or just find God in a different way? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's the same God, right? So hold, on, just... hold on, hold on, hold on. Is it a white church or a black church? Ooh, that's a good question. I don't know. I think, have you ever been to a black church? I've seen videos uh-huh. and they they look way more fun than a white church. Let me see. I think white churches look so boring. Wait, have you ever been to church before? No, I haven't. Oh, I have. I have. How was it? It was like it was a wider one for sure, but uh-huh. it was like the facilities were nice, bro. It was like in this shopping center, but when you actually walked in, it was like well decked out with technology and like they had a band and music and they're singing. It was like a fucking concert, bro. I was just like, did they have a hologram of Jesus? No, but they did have like neon lights and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so weird. I, when like, you said technology, I was thinking, oh, we're in the future now. Like hologram you know, of hologram Jesus. of Jesus on a cross. <laughs> I don't know. It's definitely a stark difference from Jerma for sure. Way different. <laughs> like, like bro. difference from, uh, from a mosque. 
Yeah, way different. Obviously, they first thing they have chairs. Okay. Um. Well, <laughs> uh, dude. What, what are you talking about? They have chairs. They actually yeah. sit. It's a presentation as opposed to like Islam, where you're there to pray. I mean, you pray at a church too, like when they say words or whatever. But how do you pray? What do you mean? How do you pray they, at a church? They say like the same way Muslims do it. Like, like how? Like, there's a sermon, whatever. Yeah, they sing, bro. <laughs> they do sing. They sing a lot. Bro, that's how. That's that's how they worship, bro. They sing, no, 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 bro. but Muslims sing too. Muslims sing huh? too. What do you mean sing? When the Imam is reading a surah, you don't think that's singing? That's not singing. Come on. <laughs> That's singing. He's that's making it singing. sound beautiful. And then when everyone has a, I mean, come on, bro. Those are no, notes. That's not singing, bro. You <laughs> it, bro. It is. So, it's so, singing. You no, know, singing is for enjoyment. That shit. But how do they pray, though? <laughs> I'm so fucking confused right now. How do they pray? No, like, they just they say, do? like, Praise the Lord or something. I think I don't know. It's been a, no, no. It's been a long a time. Prayer? It's been a they long time. Pray, there is pray. no way that's a fucking prayer. They do pray. What do you mean they don't pray? Well, yeah, they're they like pray probably like when they're they're they like, Amen. Amen. Yeah, they make, Amen. They make that's they make that's dua. A they make dua, bro. That's what they do. That's yeah, it? they do. A lot of that's that. That's all they do. They all, okay, all they do. Wait, like when does it happen and how does it happen? Like at the church. Let me see if I can remember. I could be making this up at this point because it was so long ago, but I do remember sitting in and then they were talking about Proverbs, Christian lessons. Yeah, I, I think it is just dua, Bilo. That might be. And for the listeners, that's just like praying to, your, to yourself. Because what I, saw, what I saw on TV was just pretty much there's, there's a pastor that says a sermon, right? After the sermon. So, you know how people say like, you know, uh, grace for food? But yeah. they do something similar to that. that uh, that's dua. Yeah, that's dua. That's the same thing. Okay, but what do you call what? that in church? But they don't, they don't no, pray, what, do you, what do you call that in, in church? It's just prayer. They probably do call it prayer. Yeah, they do call it prayer. Yeah, they do. It is but, a prayer. It's not, it's not the not. prayer the same way like Islam, where it's an actual, like, well-defined act of kneeling. or They don't... No, no, I think depend, depending on the sect, some do certain things. With like wafers, I, I never understood the wafers part. I should, probably should not be talking about it, but I think it's <laughs> hilarious. Uh, <laughs> Muslims and a former Muslim talking on a podcast about Christianity, like we know what the hell we're. Well, no, we know we don't know what the hell we're talking about. Yeah, it sounds like we should have a Christian. Yeah, we should, and just be we like, should. yo, how does it really go on in a church? Like, yeah. what yeah. always confused me was the Father, Son, Holy Ghost thing. Like they're the same thing, but they're different. You know, well, yes and no because the thing is, certain uh, what do they call it? Is this you, you said it sect? Yeah, yeah, they believe that you know Jesus is either God or some of them think that he's the son of God or some might think like he's just like a whole other being separate mm-hmm. from God. No, a lot of Christians believe, you know, what I'm gonna say like the Jesus. I mean, so, so it's three three gods, but. It's shit. Don't I, don't I don't know how to explain it. It's, it yeah. doesn't make sense to me, bro. Yeah, there are three different things, but they're the same thing. So yeah, a lot of them believe like that, and then some believe there's only one, like one God. Some Christians, uh, I don't know which one it is. They only believe in one God. Hmm. I mean, I, I think like 
Islam has that. Islam has two different, like Sunni and Shiite, obviously, right? But there, I don't know if you guys realize the differences. I've been to Shiite Masjid, bro. How'd it oh go? Yeah, fucking weird, bro. Why? Bro, I felt so uncomfortable. I didn't know how to pray. I thought I was doing everything wrong. Oh, they pray differently too? Hella different, bro. Uh, do they use that little clay piece when they do? Yeah, all yeah. the time. <laughs> Yo. You have, to, you have to find one. You have to find one around you. Yeah. And then you, you put that in front of you, in front of you, and then you put your head on it. You yeah. Know, when you're, uh, <laughs> I have a funny story about that. <laughs> when I was, remember, Akram, when we went to Silicon Valley Academy? Mm-hmm. It's a private school in the Bay Area, a private Islamic school, right? And they would do prayers because it's an Islamic school and everything. And we would do that. Now, one of my friends, I forget what his name was, but he was, I guess, Shiite. And he had that clay thing, right? That he would bring when he goes pray. And I was like, oh, yo, let me see that. <laughs> it's like, okay, but be careful. <laughs> So I'm handling it, not realizing how fragile it is, <laughs> right? <laughs> Broke it. Broke it. <laughs> Literally just crumbled in my hands. I'm like, what the hell? He's like, oh. <laughs> it's just, I'm like, damn, I feel like shit now. <laughs> Sounds like something you wouldn't do. No, because I didn't realize how delicate it was. Like, it's very delicate. At least the one he was using. So what do they do when they travel? They have to like, I don't know. Ooh, that's a business right there, right? Selling those at a masjid, just like or handing them out. Yeah, have you ever uh, prayed uh, when uh, the Shiite is a uh, imam and you're praying right next to him? No, bro, I did not know how to pray, bro. Whoa, what was like, different bro, about it? What exactly? So many things, bro. Like uh, I don't remember. I don't think they say salam at the very end. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, you know when you go right to left, they don't do that. So I didn't even know when when he was finished until he mm-hmm. got up and left, and then <laughs> I literally just stayed there for him long. like sitting there, and then everybody's already getting up, and he's just like, "Wait, what the hell? Hold on, what's going on? Are we done?" <laughs> yeah, I I didn't know what's going on, so I was like, I stood there for at least a minute, and then I was like, right, I think it's over. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, bro. And then uh, I think I think uh, I'm starting to pray too. Uh, bro, it's just so it's so different, bro. I don't know how to explain. Yeah, I don't know. Like I was just so confused in the whole prayer, bro. If we were born in a different family, we could have been Shiites. That's crazy. We could have been Christian. Yeah, we could have been Christian or Jew. Well, I don't know. Are there black Jews? Some claim they're black Jews, um, but I'm not gonna. Yeah. yeah. That'd be crazy. I don't know. I feel like when it comes to religion, converts are usually more devout, aren't they? Because it's like a choice that they yeah, made. Yeah, for sure. sure. For sure. They're way more devout. Yeah. So it's like... Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Have you ever thought about like leaving the religion and then coming back so that you're more appreciative of it or something? I haven't at all. Um, but I know I have friends that did that. They, be- yeah. they became a lot stronger in a smile. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I I believed in it. So there's this idea. So you have all these different religions and beliefs, but yet we all live in the same world. So it's like we all have these like ideas of reality. Because I mean, religion does shape our reality in a way, like the way we believe in existence and stuff like that. And yet we all have these different beliefs, but everyone can go to a superstore and 
or a supermarket and get some groceries. The same grocery, they can be standing in line. They all believe very, very completely different things about the world, religion, purpose, and life. And yet we can all just live and somehow we can all live together. I think that's one of the beautiful things about this country, that we can have so many different belief systems, and yet we're all compatible. I mean, obviously there's some who are, some belief systems that are destructive, but we handle those, I think, fine. Now the question is when those labels start coming out for things that aren't actually destructive, and then, you know, people get a little overboard with the authority and control. But I mean, like, yeah, it's like, we can all believe different things about reality and the world, and yet we're all still able to live in the same world. Crazy. You guys ever have thoughts like that? Just like it's all... I guess not, yeah. All right. It's just me. Do you guys ever get to a point where you're just like, oh my God, is this all real? And then you start freaking out. What, are you talking about life? Or just reality. Just like, this could all be a simulation. Am I even here? You know? No? Mm, not really. <laughs> okay. <laughs> There have been times where am I the only player in this reality? And yeah. That, and then thinking that everybody's like, you know, an NPC, you know? Right. But then I realize I'm not every time I talk to you because... I'm not an NPC? You're definitely not an NPC. <laughs> what do you mean? Is that an insult? <laughs> you can take it as an insult, but I think it's also a compliment at the same time. So it's like, it's, uh, it's both. <laughs> I'm not an NPC. I can't yeah. be. There's, I'm there's no way. Maybe I'm just like a, a malfunctioning NPC, you know? Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe just to you know mess with the algorithm of life. But yeah, like, yeah. Because everybody else is like you know cookie cutter. You know, just same. For real? I don't know. In my opinion, you don't run into people who are like like me. Super unique? Like super unique? Am I super unique? Well, you're a little bit out there, dog. Okay. I don't yeah, know, but everyone's out there in some way, right? Uh, not really. Right. Because because the thing is, like, you, sometimes your views can be a little crazy. But at the mm. same time, like, I get it, um, <laughs> which is weird. But, like. Okay. No, when I'm right, because I'm right. You're right? Not, not, like, not all like, the time, dude. No. We, we, we established this already, bro. Come on. I know. But it's still going to be the same thing. Like, no, you're not right all the time. No, but there aren't like customers you deal with who is like, damn, you're different. Or like, even like when you go out on a date with somebody, you're like, oh, damn, you're different. No? Uh, yes, but not the same different. Like, they're not like out there different. You know, there's people that stand out to me for sure. Because they're hot? No. <laughs> it's not about the looks for me. Well, kind of. <laughs> But uh, it's more than that, you know? Mm. So there has to be, like, uh, some uniqueness. And not a lot of people are unique. Really? Like, what if you went a little deeper? My, my, idea, my theory is that everyone has something special about them. Everybody. Now, it's just a matter of whether you can find it in yourself or if other people can recognize it. Like, I've listened to people who... Like, parents seem to know what their kids are going to be before the kids realize it themselves. Like, one of the guys I was listening because to. Look, because they look at the actions that the kid does. and they can Yeah, see. they notice patterns in their kids. But, like, the person who is that kid doesn't realize. Th that person doesn't realize that of themselves. 
it's crazy that outsiders can tell you more about you in some ways than you can learn about yourself. So like in this instance, when he was a kid, he was talking about a story. He's like, you know, I have this goal about being like a scientist or whatever. And then his mom said, no, 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 you're going to get into business. And because her, his mom realized she observed her son, like every time they would go into a place of business or something, he would always analyze about how, what they're doing right, what they're doing wrong and how they can improve. And he, that's what he ended up doing. He ended up getting into the world of startups and stuff. So it's like the people around you who are close to you can tell you things about yourself that you don't know. So for you listeners out there, like, you know, if you're struggling to figure out what you're good at, what you're special at, what's unique to you, you might consider asking people who've known you for a really long time. They could probably give you some information you never expected. And that could be really useful. It'll shortcut this whole journey of trying to find things and narrow it down for you. Um, like, for instance, I think, Akram, you should be a, a movie and TV reviewer. You should. But... Look at that, dude. Bill, you are a hustler. You, you'll chase money. So I think... I think you'd do really good in sales. I think you'd do really good in sales. So it's just a matter of, yeah, no, I think any sales job you, 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 you would be good at. No, about sales. Yeah. I don't really like talking to people. Yeah. But I mean, if talking to people means dollars, I think you'd be motivated to do it and do it a lot. I would. You would hustle hard too. Because you're like, every person I talk to is another sale I could get. So it's just a matter of finding the right industries that have a high return on the time per customer that you're trying to sell. So like, yeah, sales would be great for you, dude. And what do you think for Ayman? Who, me? Yeah, what do you think for Ayman? What do you think you'd be good at? Ayman's doing it already right now. He's doing the podcast, you know, trending on, sometimes trending on uh, TikTok. This podcasting thing, I like making content. It's just like, I'm not good at it. That's the thing. I know it's not like a natural for me. I feel like you have to mislead people a little bit to do well on social media. You either got to like use other people's content or tell people bullshit that isn't actually useful or vanity, a lot of it. So you just have to be very attractive. That works well, too. So I'm just like, that's not my world because I don't give a shit about looks like that. I don't care to lie to people. I don't want to lie to people. I'm going to call it like I see it. And that offends people. And um, I don't want to steal content. Or do reacts or anything like that either. Because I feel like that's just lazy. I'm not good at social media. You should be a blogger, bro. <laughs> I thought about including vlogs to either table moments. Or even like a other channel. Yeah, that's a good idea. Maybe I'll start. I have an iPhone too, so I might as well start, right? It's such a good camera. Mm -hmm. So I'll start. I'll put vlogs. I've got like, hey, today I worked on this software bullshit. Here are the pains I went through. That you can pro ho hopefully avoid in your project. Uh, but that seems boring. If I want to make, if I'm going to make content from now on, aside from table moments, if I'm going to make more content. I want it to be good ideas. Like you can't help but click on it, kind of, kind of things. And I hopefully steer table moments in that direction. Right now we're okay. We're about middle of the pack, I think, in terms of content, in terms of like the quality. Not in terms of like video quality or anything like that. I think our audio is actually comparable to a lot of podcasts weirdly enough even through discord and our video quality i think is actually pretty decent too our conversations are pretty decent too but they're not exceptional they're not exceptional and we don't have like you know fucking shaquille o'neal on our podcast or fucking joe rogan but maybe 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 we should start that what do you guys think like i'll just start dming people it's like hey 
maybe start with smaller celebrities or like low key like social media stars who have a following but don't really get a chance to speak their mind. Invite them on. You guys, would you guys be done with that? I don't know. I'm gonna have to like. Because now that we have a lot of people on TikTok, I'm going to, I think we can ask one of them. Like, this is Guy, 619 Supernova. I don't know if you guys seen him. <laughs> he's probably my favorite guy on TikTok because, like, uh, he's like, what did he say? Something about, like, you know, I'm, like, your number one troll. It's only because I love you guys or something like that. And then I'm like, yeah, we love you, too. You have a special place in our heart. He has started his own podcast. Yeah, I know. So I, really? She got mad jealous, you know, how well we're doing and wanted to do her own? No, I think she's always wanted, she wanted to start a podcast. Yeah. She got a podcast. It's about tech. It's her content. That's cool. Like, that's what's up. Like, yeah. Podcasts, more content out there. I wonder how she's, what her strategy for growing it is going to be. Definitely harder than TikTok. Definitely. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, like, especially like listeners, listeners to this, if you want to start a podcast. Just DM me. I, I'm more than happy to tell you how I got all the pain and missteps I made on starting this thing, all the errors. Like, you can avoid them if you just ask some questions and be like, okay, what do you use for publishing? Pinecast. What do you use to edit? Audacity. Like, what do you use to record? Discord. Like, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> and then just record and... Uh, then you can use the truncate silences feature in Audacity to cut out silences so it makes it seem more energetic, our conversation. There's less gaps, there's less silences. And then from there, just like mark it up as you go for the first draft and the second draft, you just cut it down to whatever length you want. I go for around 45 to 50 minutes because I think, I think people are conditioned to listen and watch content that long because of like movies and TV shows. I did it by accident and that's my theory, but I don't know if, that's, if it actually means anything, but... That's my target, around the length of a TV show. Like 40 minutes? About 45 to 50 minutes is the target for most of these episodes. And sometimes record way too much content. One thing I've been thinking about, I think I need to, I think I need to write my Wikipedia page as a sort of like vision board, but it's public. What do you guys think? Public where? Wikipedia. Mm. Like on Wikipedia. Like, hey, I'm in, aka some born as Samir Saeed. Born in Northern California, the son of two immigrants, you know, like the kind of thing you'd see who's, and then I talk about all the dope things that I will do. And then, <laughs> and then when I go do them, it's already there. Interesting. Yeah. Cause I mean, you could basically add whatever you want to Wikipedia. You can make your own page of yourself. The notorious AK, they call him AK because he has a couple of Kalashnikovs on each arm and you know. Or that'd be a hilarious prank. <laughs> you, you you prank a friend by taking a picture of them, making a Wikipedia page of this like crazy person, like who does all this wild shit, and then you put their name. I think that would be a hilarious prank, actually. Or like making a page for Table Moments. I actually thought about that months ago. I never got around to it. But the Table Moments podcast could be a, a Wikipedia page so that when people search Table Moments, they don't get WWE videos, you know? <laughs> because <laughs> i think that's what happens no i think our podcast might be the first thing wait if i no no if you just google table moments if you just google table moments then you get a you still get a bunch of wwe videos but if you do table moments podcast we're the first yeah we're the first our youtube channel is the first and 
Spotify second. Amazon, actually. What? Yeah. So at least we're ranking high when people put table moments. I wonder if I put after moments, what's going to have to. Uh, man shot multiple times in Brookhaven Road Rage. Uh, yeah, no. After moments isn't showing up. We've got to brand it better. You know what we should do? One of these episodes when we're live together, we should have like an actual WWE table moment. I want to throw one of you on a table. <laughs> for, for after moments? Or for table moments. I don't care. Yeah, for after moments. I guess that makes sense. <laughs> Duh, for the video. Yeah, yeah. Welcome to the Table Moments Podcast. Oh, no, we should do that for our 100th, our 100th podcast episode. What do you think? What do we do it inside the house or outside the house? Uh, I don't know. First, we'd have to find a table, right? Like one of those collapsible ch- tables. I, I, I know where I can go. For real? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, listeners, a table moment in WWE is when someone gets thrown on a table. Um, or do they throw the table? No, no, no. They throw them on the table. No, throw them on the table. Yeah. So... We'll have a literal table moment <laughs> on table moments. <laughs> Imagine that shit. No, we'll have a table moment on after moments. All right. Yeah. That'd be hilarious, bro. So can I throw you on the table? I mean, anything for the content. Yeah. What would you do? What kind of content would be too, too far? Depends on, I don't know. Do you want to do street interviews? We could do that. We'll be like, um, okay, so where are all the hidden, where are all these wholesome women? Just go up to people. Or like some of the other stuff I've brought. Or like um, that we've mentioned on the podcast or after moments. You guys pretty low energy today? Hey, bro, I still don't get the I voted for Trump message. Oh, thank you for bringing that up. All right. So Bilal Bilal got a message. So for his job, he was reaching out to somebody about an opportunity. And Bilal works for a certain company. So basically, Bilal showed a screenshot of the, the, the email that he sent him, which was polite, saying, hey, we're looking for this... We have this opportunity for you. You might be a good fit. Could you tell us more about yourself? And then he replied, he voted for t- Trump twice. And Bill's like, what the fuck? These corporations are tr- literally play a role in our politics. They're not neutral parties. And so like for the company you work for, they played a role in protecting Democrats. And so that's why he's like, I voted for Trump twice. Because it's like, yeah, these corporations choose sides too. Yeah, I'm surprised. I thought a lot of these corporations, um, like Republicans or Republicans, because they want to save money on taxes. See, it's weird because it's like tech companies make so much money. Their profit is so high. They care about other shit. They don't give a fuck about money. It's crazy. Like companies that have much smaller profit margins have to give a fuck about taxes. A small variation or increase in taxes could mean that they're not profitable anymore. But with these tech companies, they're making their profit margins are insane, bro. 80% profit. It's like that's unheard of in most industries. Like even retail, retail, a grocery store has a 2% profit margin. Literally, if they didn't sell volume, they would they would lose money. So that's why they always that's why they put the milk at the back of the store. Because they're trying to get you to purchase more because that's where their margins, their margins are so small. They have to get every kind of dollar they can out of you. But a tech company is like the cost of replication is low. There's no infrastructure costs or at least like um, physical having to ship things and create things in the real world. So their profit margins are insane. So they can focus on other things. They just choose to bring their left wing politics into into shaping people's perception of the world and then influence our politics. And it's just like. What the fuck, man? That's not your job. It's not your job. So I get where he's coming from. 
I get where he's coming from. You don't want to work for a company that that chose the opposite side. That and I think a lot of corporations end up becoming choosing sides. Energy companies go right. That that was so weird, bro. Like I, I think he assumed you knew. I think he just assumed you knew. Even the company I used to work for definitely has their bias too, and I saw it too. I was like, yeah, I'm not going to stay here long. This. Because I remember, like, one of the co-founders of the company I used to work for, he was giving a valedictorian speech. He was, like, one of their special guests or whatever. And this was, like, during the 2020 George Floyd and all that, right? And Black Lives Matter. And this guy, he grew up in, like, uh, rough neighborhoods of New York City. So he's had, he's, like, Jewish, I think, or something. But he grew up in in urban communities. So he had friends of all races and stuff. And so he really just did, he was a co-founder of the company. So he really did come from the bottom and they, with his co-founder ended up building this billion dollar pharmaceutical company. Right. And at that valedictorian speech, he was talking about like, you know, we all do believe black lives matter, but it shouldn't be bad to say all lives matter too. And he made his case in the speech about all lives matter. And that's what we really mean by this. And it was actually a very cogent argument, it, not an argument speech. He was just is accepting of all lives should matter. So we should care about not just black lives, but all aspects of black lives, all aspects of like Hispanic, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then he ended up getting some shit. There was some like publication that wrote some articles about him about like how he's insensitive to Black Lives Matter and all this because of George Floyd and all that crap. And then this guy, he's fucking, we have these this all hands meeting where everyone is like a huge video conference of everyone at the company and to talk about the state of the business and stuff. And he goes up there and just like starts apologizing because some employees felt some certain type of way about him saying all lives matter. And then he ends up fucking crying and shit. And I'm just like, what the fuck is going on? Fucking billion dollar companies operating this way. I was just like, bro, they got too woke for me for sure. Cancel culture, man. So social media does. No, I think it's fake, dude. I think it's all fake. It's like it only has power if you give respect to it. If you understand it's all bullshit. Obviously, you have to make your own money, right? You, if you, you depend on a corporation, obviously, they're always going to take the safe path. They're all pussies. So whatever. But like. If you can make your own money and like, no one can talk shit to you if if you if you don't rely on people, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like if you have so much money, you can't money. Like yeah. So did you see what they did to Elon? <laughs> it's hilarious. Yeah. Did you see his tweet? He was talking about how like I've always voted Democrat. I'm gonna start voting Republican, and then literally the next day, some. SpaceX flight attendant is accusing him of some like sexual misconduct. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I swear to God, this shit. And everyone on Twitter is like, uh, yeah, right on time. This is exactly what we expected would happen. SpaceX flight attendant. What the fuck is that? I'm learning. <laughs> what the fuck is a SpaceX flight attendant? <laughs> <laughs>